This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents, which you can also access at cortezcurrents.ca. The fish farm industry does not want to leave British Columbia's coastal waters in 2025. In a recent press release, Andreas Kwame, CEO of Grig Seafood, said, quote, Our industry is in continuous development with new technologies and innovations, and in Grig Seafood, we are committed to improvements that strengthen biological control and reduce interactions with wild salmon. Unquote. David Camille, managing director of CERMAC, emailed Cortez Currents, quote, Our new protocols extend to the end of 2025, and we are using that time to refine what our operations will look like moving forward beyond 2025. And definitely, Innovation plays a critical role in that plan. Dan Lewis, executive director of Claquet Action, explained. They called it an SCCS, semi-closed containment system. And what we're seeing with the consultation that DFO is running, the wording the ministry is using is things like, we want the industry to lead the way with technological change. And it's becoming more and more clear that what they're talking about is these semi-closed containment systems in the water. Stan Probish, senior scientist with the Watershed Watch Salmon Society, added, There aren't any proven semi-closed containment projects that I know of anywhere that work. I know a few of the companies have been trialing that technology in British Columbia over the last several years, and all I've heard about are failures. If they're talking about it, I honestly believe having worked on this issue for so long that it is just talk to maintain the status quo, which is open nets. When you think about it, semi-closed containment really is still an open net farming, still open to the ocean. In my own opinion, it's a fantasy that the industry tries to promote and convince people that it may happen someday. After an allegedly successful trial off the Sunshine Coast, Grig installed semi-closed containment systems at all three of their farms in Esperanza Inlet. Cermak's trial of this technology at its Miller Channel farm in Claquit Sound was terminated early in the third stage out of four because of technical issues. Dr. Peter McKenzie, Cermak Director of Fish Health, explained, quote, SCCS is immature technology under development. Therefore, it's not surprising when you're trialing new technology, you will run into challenges, unquote. Camille added, quote, This is our first attempt to grow fish of varying sizes in a semi-closed environment, and, unfortunately, due to water quality issues, fish performance was affected and resulted in fish mortality, unquote. The industry doesn't want to move onto land, and so they're going to do anything they can to keep their farms in the water. So CERMAC opened this thing in 2020, cost them $5 million to do this experimental fish farm. Taxpayers footed the bill for $1 million of those dollars. We, we chipped in a $1 million. It is an experimental system. They have, I think, one or two of them running in Norway. But they're unable to grow the fish to full size in these semi-closed containment systems. They have to have an open net pen to put the fish in when they get to a certain size. So when CERMAC launched this semi-closed system in the fall of 2020, 
they announced that they were going to try to grow the fish to full size. So they put a cohort of fish in and at a certain point in time, they pulled a third of them out, grew them to a certain size, pulled a third. Then they grew them to an, a bigger size. And I think they were trying to grow the final third full size. And there was a technical fault resulting in fish health problems. They ended up pulling the fish. But we did an ATIP, an access to information. And what we learned was that the fish were being exposed to high levels of ammonia. In other words, they were breathing their own urine and it was probably burning their gills and causing serious problems for the health of those fish. That's just a horrible way for any kind of animal to die, an animal in captivity to be kept in its own urine. We've examined that system very carefully. We dove under it and there's just a rain of fish poop coming out and fish pellets. They're pumping seven Olympic-sized swimming pools an hour in and out of this thing. There's no filtration of that water. So that's where the viral particles are coming out. It's a viral super spreader, just like any other fish farm, except that the semi-closed system has more fish in it than an open net pen. While all of the fish farm sites and the Discovery Islands are currently inactive, this could change very quickly. Cermak Canada has reoccupied its Raza Island site off the northern tip of Cortez Island, and is ready to restock it with fish if DFO gives them the green light. Camille emailed, quote, We believe there can be a future in the Discovery Island region. Again, working with nations interested in the economic benefits of aquaculture and potentially salmon farming, while using innovation and science to minimize and or eliminate risk to wild salmon as per the minister's considerations, unquote. Cortez Currents asked both candidates for regional director in the Discovery Islands during the upcoming election what they thought of introducing semi-closed containment systems into their area. Mark Dahl said, It concerns me that it looks like we're heading in a direction that is opposite to the ministerial letter and what we have been told is the direction for sea farms. This issue is contentious and it gets more contentious when people play with wording like seems to be happening here. Robin Winnie said, I believe it's incumbent on all coastal dwellers that we are working on prioritizing wild salmon health. And that includes the industry that is here on this coast, because if they want to be here, they are going to need to prioritize wild salmon having closed containment systems with super filtration is one way putting them on land and having ultimate control and responsibility for the parasites and the effluent is an even better step so cermac is now trying to reboot this semi-closed system they've been very clear that it is experimental and it is innovation and that technological innovation takes time however Wild salmon are on the brink of extinction and they don't have time. If the Department of Fisheries vision of the future is that we're going to have these semi-closed containment systems, that means that we have to have open net pens as well to grow those fish out in. So it looks like the vision for the future is not a transition from open net pens, but rather some kind of a slowly phased in transition towards in water semi-closed containment. And semi-closed means it's semi-open. DFO has approved Cermak's application to expand three farms in Claycourt Sound. The farms at Bowden Bay and Miller Channel can increase their biomass by 50%. 
Dixon Bay can go up 25%. Lindsay MacDonald of Fisheries and Oceans Canada emailed Cortez Currents, quote, The Government of Canada is fully committed to developing a plan to transition away from open-net pen salmon aquaculture in British Columbia. Work on that plan is underway. While CERMEC has requested amendments to three specific sites, the company's overall production limits in northern Clayquit Sound remain unchanged, and only four of the six farms in the area will be allowed to operate at any given time. Additionally, new conditions of license will now require the company to stock only a single-year class, contributing to a more coordinated approach in the area with the aim of disrupting cycles of pathogens and disease. One of the things that DFO is saying is that if the companies do technological innovation, they might be rewarded with increased biomass. What we've seen happen at the Miller Channel Farm in Clackwood Sound is they started with an open net pen with 10 pens. Then they went down to six open net pens with the semi-closed system, which had more fish in it than the original open net pen. Now they have permission to keep the semi-closed system plus the original 10 pen farm. This is what I see coming for the future of salmon farming in BC is we could conceivably end up with more fish farms in the water, more Atlantic salmon being reared in BC than when we started. And that's completely the wrong direction to go. And it's really important time for people to let the minister know that what we're looking for is a transition of fish farms out of BC waters to protect wild salmon. You've been listening to interviews with Dan Lewis, Stan Probish, Mark Dahl, and Robin Mawini, emails from David Camille and the DFO, and excerpts from a number of news releases. This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents. Goodbye.